everybody. This is Terror and Tilapia. That's right. I'm Michael. I'm Christy, and we talk about horror movies and eat seafood. Yeah, because we love we seafood. We love seafood. So what did you eat today, Well, Michael? today I went with just a classic shrimp dish, you know, because oh, wow. I love weird creatures from the sea that yeah. look like aliens. Yeah. It's what I, I prefer to eat. What did you go with? I calamari because I like, like, little tentacles and suction cups, like, sticking themselves to the side of my mouth. Perfect. And so, yeah, we just love seafood here. It's the best. <laughs> hey, everybody. This is Terror and Taco. I'm Michael. I'm Christy. And we actually talk about horror movies and, and tacos. We don't talk about seafood. That was a bold twist, Christy. It was, it was a bold twist. So bold that we had to rewind. We had to rewind the whole thing and, and show it, you. And show you. Yeah, because we're that clever. We're that clever about <laughs> twists, you know? And we're so good because we've set it up in previous episodes that we don't like seafood. Right. So, so you should have been listening to that going, wait, wait a, a minute. minute. <laughs> Michael doesn't like Christy. Creatures from the ocean. So, um, what movie are we going to talk about? We are today? going to talk about The Perfection. The Perfection. Which loves nothing more than a trick. A trick and a rewind sound. Right. What did we really eat today? We ate tacos uh, from uh, Taco, Taco Cabana. Cabana. And one of the reasons you had a, <laughs> yeah, it's you had a great idea. Yeah, because, so we watched this movie and uh, I've said to Michael, we should eat a taco that's a fake taco mm -hmm. in honor of watching a fake horror movie. And um, Which I, is one of my favorite texts I've ever received. <laughs> <laughs> and I couldn't figure out what, because I I love most tacos. Yes. You know? And we should say we actually both really love Taco Cabana. Yeah, we both love Taco Cabana. And I, I actually love, like, Velvet Taco. They have good... Sure. So it's like, there was a choice there of, like, bougie taco, whatever, whatever. Uh, and I couldn't think of a taco. I mean, you put anything in a tortilla. Right. You know? Now you did find... I guess we could have eaten hot dogs, and that right. would have been a fake taco. Oh, and then Dante, Dante would have flown down. Uh, but you did... You made a really good point once we are like, well, we both love... Taco, Taco Cabana. Cabana, but you did point out we had crispy tacos. We had crispy tacos, which uh, it's it in even this is tricky uh -huh. because crispy tacos are not necessarily authentic tacos. It's what Americans think tacos are, are or should be, right. right? And then the street taco fra f a craze, uh -huh. which street taco is actually just tacos. Tacos, yeah. Um, hit, and everybody's like, those are tacos. And I'm like, yeah, those are actually tacos. Right, they're just called tacos. They're just called tacos. Uh -huh. They're not called street tacos in Mexico. Right. They're just tacos. Um, also, you don't have to be on a street to get them. Right. You, you can actually get, get them, them in a, in a restaurant you know, or whatever. whatever. They're just tacos, y'all. Yeah. Um, and so I thought that would be something interesting. This just got super convoluted. Anyway. No. Anyway, but it's like a thing kind of pretending to be a thing. <laughs> yeah, kind of pretending to be another thing. Yeah. Um, and that's how we feel about this the, movie. The perfection. I do have to say, though, that crispy tacos from Taco Cabana are yeah. so good. Are much better than the, the per perfection. They're much better than the perfection. Much closer to perfection than, than the, the perfection. perfection. The perfection on Netflix. On Netflix. Mm -hmm. um, it's gotten a lot. It's gotten a lot of buzz, Christy. It's gotten a lot of buzz. I've heard a lot of people going, this is the most terrifying thing you'll ever I, see. Yeah, man. And I was like, I posted on your wall and I was like, we'll be the judges of that. And now we will. And now we will be. And there were a few people whose opinions I trust. My friend Reagan Adair. Yeah. Uh, actually, who is also a huge horror fan, commented on that and was like, meh, it yeah. was all right. And I tend to trust his his. Yeah, uh, he hates the remake of Suspiria as much as, as, we, much do. as we do. So, yeah. It's funny, I had... Um we had heard a bunch about it. You posted the thing. There was another article that's like, it's making people vomit. And I was like, okay, it is kind of gross. So maybe I'm always surprised. Like, does that happen in real life that people just see something and vomit? I don't know. That seems like a movie thing to me. I don't know. Um, but I, one of my friends who I, who I trust, uh, who is, is a huge, she's a huge, huge horror fan um, and, a, and a writer and, and all of those things. We went to school together. She, I didn't read her whole post until after I watched the movie because I didn't 
she clearly was like breaking shit down but the thing at the top was like she was angry at people saying like this is the smartest thing they've ever seen this is brilliant blah 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 um, and if I was that's like that's the smartest thing you've ever seen you need to see more shit right shit. you need to stop watching the Kardashians yeah. and I was yeah right and I was like I trust her and she seems very angry uh, so we should watch this yeah um, and yeah it's one of the big it's on on Netflix it's one of the big like if you load up your Netflix it will pop it will pop up they yeah. want you to watch it yeah. I think people are talking about it because the subject matter is so timely yes yes right and it's everywhere mm-hmm. right now and we should just mention that it is you know uh, part of the hashtag me too yes I mean it's not part of it but it's like you that's what that's you what know. it's playing on but it's not even in that sense it's not uh, in any way remotely surprising no from jump in no. this movie yeah from and um, let me say first that it's got some really good actors in it. Yeah, I mean it has talent. It's it's got mm-hmm. Allison Williams, Allison Williams, Stephen Weber, uh, the woman who is the star of uh, Dear White People, and I, I can't remember her name, but she's a fantastic actress. Yeah, she's in it. Um, and it, Al- Allison Williams is it was is in Get Out. Right. She was on Girls. Yeah, I mean the, uh, she was Peter Pan in the live Peter Pan. I mean it's, she's it's well acted. Uh, all that kind of stuff. I just feel like it. It. I'm just gonna say it. It. It fails as a horror movie. Uh, I agree, and I also think it, it's funny. You know, sometimes really great acting can make up for really bad writing. Right. And sometimes even the best can't make writing right. work. And I. I will say before we get into some of the other stuff that that was just like what. I, some of the dialogue is just horrendous. Like, I was like, man, if I were in this, Stephen Weber, those, those people are, are far better at this than I am. Logan Browning is her name. Yeah, and she's great. She's fantastic. Um, and clearly already blowing up and is right. going to be a huge star. Um, but it's like, man, even these people who are who do this constantly for a living, it's like some lines, man, you... you, you oh, man. make work. Maybe Diana Rigg or maybe... If it's not on the page, it's, it's not on, on the, the stage, stage, Michael. Yes. I hold fast to and that And I rule. think you're right. And it's just like, damn, man, you're not doing these, these people... Uh, any favors, or, you know? or for me, it's kind of like, wow, you had this cast, and this is what you and came this up. is what you did. This yeah, you, you squandered this. You squandered this talent. So, so what is it? Just what would you say, it, plot wise? What, where, where does it start? Um, I mean, it starts. We meet the 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 main character who is Charlotte, right? Yeah, and she's played by what's her name, Allison, Allison Williams. Williams. Yeah, and. Um, it opens on a shot of her dead mother. Her dead mother. Uh, and she clearly has been taking care of her mother since her mother di- had a stroke, and got sick. If you didn't get that visually, two women in the hallway tell us everything we need she to know. She had a stroke. And she's been taking care of her. No right. shit. No shit. We can, we can see that. <laughs> uh, and it starts with like weird flashbacky things in that we get both. Uh-huh. We get we get told visually and we get told with words yeah. too because we're stupid and right. we need we that. Right, we need to, to be um, shown We need to told be told over and, and over. Because we're not smart. Um, and so we get like a flashback thingy that clearly tells us she came to take care of her mother when she was a child and uh, and has grown. And so we, we also get a flashback of her leaving a school or uh-huh. like leaving what was... Uh, she she she's a cellist. She is a cellist. For those of you who don't know, Jesus Christ, playing cello is the most serious fucking thing it's, in the entire world. It is the most important thing. Yes, and uh, believe me, that is. I am not mo- like really talented musician. I love the uh, cello. I, the cello is beautiful. I think the cello is an important part of the orchestra. Uh huh. I think Yo Yo Ma is an incredible genius. Sure. But I don't know if even Yo-Yo Ma thinks it's the most important No, I mean, it would be like, you can save the children, 
Or you can play this can fucking play the, cello, and you're like, right. well, I have to I play, have to the, play cello. the cello. It's my calling. Yeah. Uh, it's what I've been called to do. Uh, Fuck the children. I'm, I'm, not, I'm not mocking cello. No. I mean, it's hard. And it's, and it's like, I'm and, not even like, and we I'm live, a fucking actor. Yeah. I get up and pretend for a living. Exactly. Like, playing the cello actually is, is, takes is, insane takes, discipline it, and exactly. talent and skill. But the, according to this movie, it's the most, it's important, the most thing. important thing. And where I think, which is funnier to me, because I do understand how difficult it is and and I hey man we do like I love the artists but the uh, it it treads on this idea that the rest of the world considers it to be the thing it considers it right it would be like if you and I were like my new play that Christie's directing is as important as like as taking the babies out of, out of the cages, cages. yeah was like, in South I could have gone there and taken them yeah. out myself but I'm gonna write this I'm gonna play, write this play. I'm gonna adapt Dracula because it's more important than the shitstorm happening. And you all know that. And you all know that. <laughs> That's everybody knows. Everybody knows. It's so stupid, it's man. It's so dumb. So anyway, anyway, so she so she was an a prodigy. She was a prodigy who attended this very prestigious. Oh my god! School in Boston. Like they accept yeah. like I don't, it seems like five people maybe right. or something. That is run by Stephen Weber. Yes, and his wife. Paloma. Paloma. Because, you know... You do not trust a foreign woman, Christy. You do not trust a foreign woman. That's why she's married mm-hmm. to Stephen Weber, because the foreign Spanish woman is uh-huh. too dumb to understand what's, what's happening. What's going on. What's going on. Or she's just as evil. Right. Who knows? And it's like, if you are uh, a classically trained... Everybody knows, Michael, <laughs> that if you're a classically trained musician, uh-huh. you know, then you get the hot Spanish lady. Yeah. This is how you missed out on Monica Bellucci. God, you should have learned to play the cello. I uh, should have. Monica would have been yours. And Aspen would be cool with yeah, it. Yeah, Aspen would be totally cool with it. <laughs> Damn it. Yeah. If no, only If I only were... you had played the cello. Can I tell you a quick story really yes, quickly? Yes, please. Yes. So I was in orchestra in middle school. Oh, what um, did you play? I played the viola. Oh. Not well. Close to the cello. So here's the deal. Uh-huh. I wanted to play the cello. Mm-hmm. And they come to elementary school, like when I was in fifth grade, and they like, you know, like, come take orchestra. And they give you different instruments. And the orchestra leader at the middle school, Haggard, that I went to, I really wanted to play cello. She said... <laughs> You're too short to play cello. What? You should try the viola. Wow. <laughs> so I could have had Monica Bellucci if I were taller. That fucking teacher. Yeah, man. Man, Dude. I was hoping that this teacher would have come to you and said, like, your thighs are not strong enough <laughs> to hold the cello. the cello. Only woman can play, play cello. cello. And then, later on, my sister-in-law, Zenobia, actually was a really talented, upright bass player. She uh-huh. hides this from everyone. She was in the orchestra all through all through high school she's like fucking easily two inches shorter than I am and the bass is way bigger right. than the cello yeah you could have sat like, like on an apple what crate the shit yeah like when they, I shoot a commercial they could have put a phone book <laughs> yeah. on your chair so she ruined me she ruined you yeah um, I had a teacher that told me that I would never learn math like <laughs> she was a math teacher she was like you're terrible you're terrible at math you'll never be good at it Wow. Yeah, and I was like, wow, your job is actually to teach me. That's it. That's that, your one that's fucking your, job. That's your one job. Was this a nun? No, it wasn't Okay, all right. Yeah, but later on, I would pattern shit freehand, so fuck, fuck you, Miss Mia Franca. Um, <laughs> okay, so. Sorry, sorry. Back cello, to the perfection. She was a prodigy. This is how much we love the movie, yeah. is that we want to talk about other shit. Anyway, she's a cello prodigy, and. Leaves she, school to take care of her dying right. mother for 10 years. This noble. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So her mother finally dies, right? Yeah. And, she, and that's literally a line. Yeah. My mother finally died. My mother finally died. Yeah. So she's like, she's on a plane or something. I don't remember sure. because I don't care now. But she is like, tr- she's practicing how she's going to uh, approach Stephen Weber and his wife Paloma. Who were. Her mentors, yeah, her teachers, mentors at, all at that this stuff at this prestigious school, school yeah. in, in Boston. And she's she's practicing. And she literally says, my mother finally died. I want to join you wherever you are. And it turns out they're in Shanghai. Sure. Do you want to talk about Shanghai? Yeah. I had questions. <laughs> I have lots of questions. Um, there, 
There is, there's, there's definitely a movement, and I'm not saying this is why they did this. I don't know. I, I would look into it, but like, there's a movement in in the film industry right now. It's mm-hmm. like Chinese, Chinese money. money. Chinese money is important, mm-hmm. um, and if you can get into that market because it's a an enormous market, um, right. you want to take advantage of it. That's why, I mean, dude, there there are even different cuts of certain Marvel movies where a Chinese character will have a bigger mm-hmm. part than in the version mm-hmm. we saw. Do you think that? That's why I, um, I, Black Panther partly takes place in. I think China. so. It's I, a great. I it's mean, a great Black scene. Panther. I wish we could talk about just Black Panther <laughs> instead of this movie. And, um, and yeah, but that to me seemed part of it. I, I understand they wanted. They need a location ostensibly where Allison Williams doesn't know the language, right? Or they don't know the language because that becomes somewhat important. Kind of, kind of I guess. But this is. Not only do they go to Shanghai, they end up going like on this bus through remote China. And I was just, I don't know, it just seemed odd. And I thought, is this to show that Steven Weber is, he's this important or something that he goes all over the world to find the best? I don't know, because like those two girls are from Tampa and, that, that, and Minneapolis. And that's not to say that there aren't prodigies in Tampa or Minneapolis. Right. But... This guy apparently goes all over the world, the globe, to find young women musicians. But conveniently, his last two prodigies have now grown up to be two super hot American girls. Right, one from Tampa <laughs> and one from Minnesota. One from Minnesota. So anyway, so she goes to Shanghai, and she catches up with him, and they're like, "Of course, come join us in Shanghai, whatever." And this is like the competition. This is, I guess, the yearly. It's kind of like a. I, I'm sorry, I'm going to sound like a real idiot because he. Is from Fort Worth, Van Cliburn. Oh yeah, uh, yeah. It's like a Van Cliburn competition, which is a huge deal. Which is a huge deal. Yeah. Uh, it's a Van kind of a Van Cliburnish competition for cellists. Yes, and um, but it's young, young. And, and he might pick one. He might pick one to do a four-year live-in residency at, at the school, school in, in Boston. Boston, and parents run all over themselves to, to make to, this to happen make this happen for their children so it's like the three finalists so she goes and they welcome her uh-huh. and they hug her and in a scene where she hugs them she shows us that she has scars on did you catch yeah that? yeah on yeah. her on her how could you not catch right, it it's that like she has tried quick. to slit she's her wrists she's tried to slit her wrists in the proper way in the proper way right she did it the right way um, um <laughs> the correct <laughs> thank um, you <laughs> anyway uh so then she they introduce her to the new star of the cello world is Logan Browning who yes and she essentially seems like when Allison Williams left, left she, she took, over. took over and so right. she's like five years younger right um, talks about how she idolized right uh, like she met Allison Williams once like briefly when briefly. she was 13 and the little one the little one the younger one was right. eight and like yeah, she's she looked says, up to I her I saw you play and you are the you are the only one who has and always will make my heart stop when you play right. the cello that's what she and it becomes about. very obvious very quickly that Logan Browning wants to fuck <laughs> Allison Williams very 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 because it is like the rest of this movie the least subtle shit you'll ever see right right it's so in your face yeah so in so what? They end up playing a duet at the competition because right. Steven Weber's creepy character, who I'm not spoiling anything because he's... No, he's so he's, obviously... He's creep-tastic. You can't wear a fucking scarf like no. that and not be creepy. No, he's creep from Jump. And, and so they play they play this which cello. Is a, it's a big beautiful. deal. Yeah, it's a big deal. Because Allison... Charlotte hasn't really played... She's an amateur now. Yeah. And uh, she's like, I don't play anymore. And she's right. like, you must make you it must happen. play. Make it happen, Save yes. the children. Oh, my goodness. Save the children play. So they play this duet together, and this duet is intercut with them falling in love. Michael, they were making love. Oh my god, Christy, they They were were making making love. love. So, so, okay. So it's one of those intercut things where it's like you're hearing them play the cello and you're you're also seeing what happens post-cello playing. Which is uh, is a lot. And dancing. And dancing and and making making love. And I'm not a prude. I've said this so many times. Why do we have to say this every week? We have to keep saying it all the time. I like Rome. Uh I like the first season of Game of Thrones, y'all. Yeah. Because of the sex. Absolutely. Um, 
But this sex scene, dude, dude. So I, I let me, if I may, throw Please. out a question to you because uh-huh. I, I don't know if I am being oddly. Se- I don't know what I'm being, but I. I so I told, <laughs> so I told you, like I didn't know anything. I tried to avoid. I wanted to go in clean, whatever. Right. Didn't know who wrote it. Didn't know who directed yeah. it. As soon as the sex scene started, right? I was like. Oh well, fuck a dude made this. Oh sure. And so I looked it up, and yeah, it's like it is. Let me tell you. Let me tell you when I knew a dude made it. <laughs> I knew a dude made it when Logan Browning turns to Allison Williams. Williams and whispers in her ear, "That gets me wet." Right. That was like, gets me wet. Nah, while great. a little girl is playing cello. While a little girl is playing cello. And an old couple is having an affair or yeah, something. That's, yeah, that, that's what gets and her this, wet. And this sex scene in a movie that ends up, again, I mean, spoilers, sorry, kind of be, like being about... Fuck it, spoilers. Fe- yeah, female revenge, right? Yeah. Is so... This is like, you know, when film... When film people and other people and artists and whatnot like to talk about the male gaze and whatnot, and sometimes you're like, oh, enough. No, this, no, is, this is the quintessential, I am going to frame a story that is supposedly about women in the most male way. Right. Uh, I saw a, a woman wrote a review for um, Vox. Mm-hmm. Uh, and says it is far more like an extended male fantasy of female domination right. than an authentic vision of female right. characters. Right. I completely agree. And like, I even, th- I mean, I think I can't think of a filmmaker that is more male gaze than Quentin Tarantino. <laughs> and I, Correct. I, I, I even think Kill Bill is more feminist than this. Than this. Yeah, it is. It's it's, it's it like is, is clearly the, this sex scene which goes on forever, uh-huh. and you don't really need it to. And it's like, look, don't get me wrong. I'm saying this as a cisgender straight woman. Sure. Who doesn't like to watch two women Dude, have sex? It, it's, yeah. it's lovely. Women's, <laughs> women's bodies are beautiful. Right. It is a hot thing. But if it has nothing to do with the plot. Right. Like, I want to see, sure, I want to see Susan Sarandon and Catherine Deneuve get it on in The Hunger. Sure. But that's part of the plot. Right. Like, that is essential to that storyline. And th- this is... This is... Ancillary, like it's yeah. it's part of her getting gaining her trust. And again, but 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 there, you didn't need to go on that long. No, and not. I mean, it's so graphic, it's dude. It's so graphic, man. It's so, and it was like. So if you like two chicks getting it, yeah, on, go two watch very it. yeah. Um, and then even the shot of her uh, Logan yeah, Browning the, in the, the morning the, in the as morning she's going into the bathroom. It's like let's linger on her ass. Let's for, linger on this beautiful girl's ass. And again. I <laughs> she has a lovely ass. Yeah, good for her, man. She's beautiful. Yeah, she's. I think Logan, both of these women Logan are Browning super is beautiful. The most beautiful women. Yes, but it's just like, oh man. And and you and I talked about it right before, and I was like, this is what if you want to talk about revenge, uh, female it, yeah, revenge, female revenge movie. It, the difference between the way this is shot and the way American Mary is shot oh. is maybe the most like delineated. This is. how how a talent because I'm not saying this dude's not talented I'm not saying that but if you if you look at American Mary this is how two talented female directors right Mm -hmm. Um, the Soska sisters right the Soska sisters this is how they approach that Mm -hmm. versus how it's approached in this and it is It is so let me tell glaring. You, like the Soska sisters, they don't remove sexiness. No, from it. they don't no. remove sexiness from it at all. But they also make you feel dirty for it, which yeah. is which is the thing, right? Right. Uh huh. Um, and yeah. this is this is clearly like a guy that this like, is a titillating yeah. meant to be. Yeah. yeah. Right. So okay. Oh Jesus, so, man! We're only like eight minutes into this fucking. Movie. I know. <laughs> it's like we're not. Yeah. So then, so they have sex for a long time, and then the next morning you might go out. They, Get yourself yeah. a drink, come back, yeah. they're still doing it. Yeah, exactly. The next morning, she's like, oh, I'm so hungover, Logan Browning. Is. Uh-huh. And she's like, Allison William goes like, hey, do you want an ibuprofen? This is the other thing that oh, pissed me off. fuck. It was just tiny little things, and I felt like, oh, maybe that's just... I didn't... This didn't piss me off until after. Sure. It became a thing that Because was it becomes like, a blatant giveaway. Right. So she takes out ibuprofen, and the ibuprofen 
looks like it doesn't look like ibuprofen. No, and it comes and and I know and you pointed this out. Yeah. There there are there is prescription ibuprofen. There is prescription I had forgot. But that. it doesn't look but like But it that. comes out of a prescription bottle. Right. So immediately I was like that's not ibuprofen. You said, "Well, there yeah. is prescription ibuprofen." But you're like, "Then it doesn't look it like doesn't that." It doesn't look like it. So, both you and I for different reasons already know what's about to happen. Right. Exactly. And wasn't there a there's a I mean it so okay. <laughs> The twist, there's no twist. The twist that he, that he, that the filmmaker thinks he's doing is not a twist. No. Like, you're, you, a twist is only a twist when you when it's a surprise. Right. When you don't know what's happening. Yeah. And and, and from Jump, you know you something's, know something's you about, know to something's about to happen. And so happen. they go on this bus ride. She's, right. Logan Browning. Starts she, to get sick. You're right. And she's, she's going to take a break. She's taking two weeks off, which in the cello world is insane, is Christy. Insane. What the fuck? I know. She's um, not going to fly first class. <laughs> no. And they're going to take this bus through the Chinese countryside. Right. Or part of, sh- outside Shanghai. I don't know. Yeah, it's a I very big country. It's a huge country. And I don't read stuff. Um, <laughs> so she starts getting very, very sick to mm-hmm. the point where she throws up. We've seen a dude throw up earlier. And the trick is like, oh, does she have. There, yeah, there's like some kind of like flu, flu. epidemic happening in Hunan. And then she right? pukes and she sees bugs crawling in the vomit on the window. And she's. Right. And she has she to is, get off the bus and take a she's shit. She's freaking out. Yeah. And, and she has and, to take and, a and shit. Luckily, oh, luckily, there's a really handsome Chinese guy on the The one bus dude who speaks English. Who speaks perfect English, yeah, right? Because no one else on the bus does. No one else on the bus does. Which is fine, but I was like, fine. thank God this handsome young man was there. Right. He's going to try to get him help in a hospital. But she's like, she starts to see bugs under her arms. Right. What we all know, because we aren't idiots, is like, Allison Williams has, clearly fucking has, drugged has, her. Has have fucking drugged her. Uh-huh. Has, you know, contrived this whole situation. Yeah. And she says, well, you know what you have to do. And she pulls a meat cleaver. A meat cleaver out of out her, of her bag. bag you, you know. And says, you know what you have to do. And then Logan Browning chops, chops off her own, own hand. Because she thinks at, bugs are in it. At this point, we have... The rewind, all the way back, all the way back to practically the beginning of the movie. Uh, Yeah. And it's like, it's too long. It's It's, way too long. And the reason it pissed me off is like, and I'll tell you, the thing, this is the difference between the twist and the sixth sense, which (laughs) fuck you haters, it's the sixth sense. Um, When we see that wedding band fall and we realize what happens. Yeah. What we realize what's going on in the sixth sense. I was like, oh, oh fuck. my fucking yeah. God. I should have Haven't seen, seen it. And right? this literally. And this one, I turned to John and I said, oh, they cheated. Yeah, and because the twist becomes this time we get a close up of the prescription bottle, which you and I both knew wasn't ibuprofen and everyone else yeah, did. Yeah, it's like some and sort we of see hallucinogenic. It was what her mother was right, taking. Right, it causes hallucinations, hallucinations. and nausea. And of course, and we knew this. Yeah, we and knew so this. she's chopped off her hand, and now that girl's cello career is over. Right. But and again, so, yeah. And then you think, no, go ahead. I was gonna go say ahead. again, it's not. It's not even. Ju- it's the. It's terror. It is terror and tilapia. It's that fucking stupid. Right. Right. And like, it's you it know just, I, it, it takes too long. Yeah. You know, I know you don't like seafood. <laughs> like you, we. I mean, it's in just, no world are you gonna sit no and make me wo- eat yeah. fucking shrimp. It's so. Weird. This should have been a short film, film. And because the the twist, it the twist should be like instantaneous, and then the 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 story goes, goes on. on. But instead, we get this like long ass air rewind, quote, rewind twist with the sound and the the visual rewind yeah, and everything, which is also always funny to me because I actually thought, and maybe this is me. Do kids even know what old-fashioned rewind looks like? And that's not me. I'm not trying to be a dick. It's like, that's not what rewinding looks like anymore. No. You just flip through the images. Right. It's always like, I love that HBO has kept their iconic, like, the static coming on the TV. Right. I'm like, is there a group of children in the country being like, what the fuck is that? What the that? fuck is that? Because they've never seen static right. on their television ever. Right. And I was like, half of this audience is probably like, what? Hey, mom. What is this? What is this shit? Like, right. Well, kids, let me tell you a story you about, about VHS. <laughs> yeah, it's 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 really and strange. The, and then the thing is, it becomes a gimmick. Right. And so we move, right. we get through the rewind. So the, the thing that we're supposed to believe 
is that Allison Williams is a jealous fucking bitch. Yeah. That is also a line in the movie. Yes, She's yes. A je- so the thing, next thing that happens is uh, Logan Browning uh-huh. shows up back in Boston. Yes. She comes to the school, right? Where Stephen Weber. Where Stephen Weber and Paloma, Paloma. Uh, live. She knocks at the door in the middle of the night. She's got one hand She's now. She's got one hand now. And Stephen Weber's like, what happened to you? We, we couldn't find you. We thought you were on vacay. Whatever, yeah. and uh, Logan Browning tells them the whole story because we've, we've, we've because we seen haven't it seen twice. it. We, we haven't seen it. We've, we've seen only it seen it twice. twice. Uh, so she tells the whole story, and Stephen Weber's like, "Why would she do this to you?" And she's like, "Because she's a jealous fucking bitch." Mm-hmm. And um, and then we get a whole kind of like scene of. She's still living at the, Logan Browning is now the janitor or something. She well, she wants to stay, she wants and to she's stay. like, I can teach, and he's basically like, you had a gift, it was glorious, now it's done, you have to leave. You have to. We leave. bought you an apartment. Yeah, we bought you an apartment in New York, a like, little apart, whatever. Oh, oh, and she's okay. like, no, no, I can't leave. This is my home. Blah 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 blah. Right. And then we get the second twist? She goes to Minnesota because Allison Williams, after getting her to chop off her own hand and left her on the mountainside, goes back home. Goes back home to Minnesota. Where we all know she lives because she said it. Right. Uh, And Logan Browning shows up and attacks her because Allison Williams is hanging out like nothing's going to happen. Whatever. I don't know. It's weird. And then we cut... um, and Logan Browning's back in Boston, opens the trunk of her car with Steven Weber, and has tied up uh, Allison Williams. Right. And then Allison Williams, we get into the, essentially, for uh, the torture slash... This is like, and this is also like super dude. Yeah, dude. They put her in the torture room. They put her in the torture room in a in in a a beautiful beautiful red gown, wearing, and it's and it's there. Like, there's a close up shot of the back of the shoes, and this is like so torture porn from a dude's perspective. Uh She's wearing some sparkly stiletto Jimmy Choo Uh heels, (laughs) Uh which are super expensive. Yes, and she's got ankle. Uh, like cuffs she's cuffed to the chair Uh in an amazingly beautiful red gown yeah right about to play about to play cello and this is her punishment and then of course this is how we we, which we already know we already know they've been abused yes and and if you don't play perfectly you get raped like you you get get, raped you get systematically raped by by Stephen Weber and the two other male assistants assistants teachers at the school yeah teachers like this is we know this already. This is what happens. Like, we've known this from the beginning. And, yeah. And so yeah. now, the next twist. And so the next twist is, so first of all, we have to, so now, oh Alice, L- L- Logan Browning is also now in the torture room. She's going to get her revenge. Uh-huh. On, but it's like, you can't, you, know you know what's going to happen. Yeah. So, she she plays a bad no I don't know what the fuck Whatever. I don't know because I kind of lost interest but I was still watching so uh, and you think- Logan Brandon says I'm gonna go first right and I'm gonna rape her with my stump yeah and which so, is really disgusting to, yeah and so you think she's about to rape her with, with her, her stump right and what happens is what you know is gonna happen the two women are in they're now in, in cahoots it, they're on in it together and they are going to terrorize the three men that, that systematically t- and raped his children at Paloma because she knew yeah she knew um, and and that's how the rest of and so we get another fucking rewind we get another fucking rewind all the back to Minnesota all, all the way, way back, back to, to Minnesota. Minnesota which is here was my question here was my question <laughs> I'm not trying to make light I mean this happens to people and it's 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 awful it is the most terrible thing that can happen to a human being man or woman is to be raped as a child I mean that is terrible right and I, I wanted, yes. growing up and getting of course uh-huh. of course you want to grow up and save other people prevent it from of happening course, to yeah, other yeah. people or save other people or whatever. And even the idea of revenge is right. not No, for, that's you know. not, I'm like, I'm all for yeah, it. Yeah, fucking kill you. Steven Yeah, Weber. Fuck that guy. But what's the best plan? Oh my God, Do you dude. think that maybe she could have attempted 
to talk to Was, Logan Are you suggesting, like, Christy, you, there's a step before here's a meat cleaver, I drugged you, your, chop off your own hand? Yeah. <laughs> like, I think maybe she could have approached Logan Browning. Yeah. And, he, and I even buy the whole seduction maybe thing. Maybe after like, their hot after night their of hot sex. After their hot night of sex, she could have said, hey, hey, I notice you have a tattoo just like mine. Uh, let's talk about this. Yes. I want... I let's want, get help. Let's get help because I know they're raping you. Yeah. They did it to me. I want to help you. I want to help you. You need to leave. Right. Like, I feel like that's the first step. Yeah. And if she had said, no, I like being raped. Sure. Then, or you're crazy. Or you're crazy. Then maybe you go to step two. Two. Which is intervention. Right. Here are other people who, who want to help you. Who want to help you. Right. I feel like drugging somebody, dragging them out to the Chinese countryside, <laughs> giving them giving them something that makes them throw up, and then presenting them with a meat cleaver so that they can chop off their own hand is like last... Yeah. Last... Step nine or step ten. Step nine or ten. I mean, yeah. Or step 15. Step, yeah. You know? Like, I feel like, was that really necessary? Oh, uh, no, man. It's just the like, whole... Like, you want revenge on the dude. So why are you going to make this young woman chop off her hand? Right. Yeah. That you, seems like you're getting revenge on her. Yeah. Yeah, man. And like, it's like, she was like, I knew, I knew it had to be this, you know, did, to get you, you out. It's like, but did you? You did, just met her. Like, like y'all you, just fucked, man. Yeah, you, you just. You don't know her that well. Right. You don't know her that well. And it seems like you really hit it off. Do you know her middle name? <laughs> because if you don't know her middle name, let's wait a little let's bit wait a little before bit. we go. I think step one. <laughs> yeah. I think, I know you've been raped. It happened to me too. Do you want to talk? Talk, Talk about, about it. it. Let's get help. Let's get help. Yeah, let's go to a group. Also, what's your middle name? Yeah, what's your we middle name? To know- we should get to know um, each other. So, okay, so that's it. Then they take revenge, and they end up, she, Allison Williams, loses her Yeah, she gets, like, there's a whole struggle. Where she gets stabbed. And Stephen and- Weber stabs her in her... In her, the opposite hand. And so... And so she loses her hand. The end is, is they have chopped off all of Steven Weber's limbs. Right. Put him in a chair. They're keeping him alive with oxygen or something. Something. And they play the cello together. They play the cello together. Allison Williams bows. And Logan Browning uh, fingers. Yes, yes. Um, Uh, and and, And it's, it's... If you don't get the metaphor, like if you if you don't see the metaphor of like white woman, black woman, get together and take down the patriarchy, I, I, I think you need to stop watching the Kardashians. Yeah, right man. Like, like if if to, if to you that is the most profound uh-huh. filmic image you have ever seen, then I think you need to go watch some Ingmar Bergman or yeah, something like that. Yeah, and maybe like read a book. And maybe I, read a book. I I I felt so. I you was were just like, so you mm-hmm. watched this before me. I did a, a few hours, right? I did, and yeah. you were like very much because you're a good friend. You're like I, I I'm because I was like, how was it? And you're like, I'm not gonna say anything. Watch it, you know. Right. You let me know, and then I I think midway I was like, dude, this is not as clever as they think. And then you were like. I do not appreciate being hit over the head with a hammer. Right. I do not appreciate being bludgeoned uh, over and over and over over again. again. And, like, I'm going to go back to the sex scene um, because I'm trying to figure out why it was... I'm trying to give the filmmaker some credit. Uh Uh-huh. And not just that he's a dude and likes watching hot girls have sex. Right. And I'm, I'm trying to figure out what... Uh, apart from this is her gaining her trust or whatever, sure. uh, what does it mean? What does this prolonged sex scene between, between two women mean in the storytelling? What is the story that we're telling? And the, I have to admit that the thing that occurred to me that jumped out at me the most was like, are you telling me? Because I knew early on that Stephen Weber was it's, raping them. Like, it's again, so, I can't tell you The enough. second you see his scarf it's and hear clear. him open his mouth. It's clear. And you also know that Stephen Weber is of a level of fame that he's not showing up in this movie to just fucking wear a scarf right. and talk for a right. minute. Right, exactly. Like, that's not going to happen. Uh, and to be kind of like this weird Rasputin Svengali-esque Cello creeper, player. Right. <laughs> yeah. And I thought, are, is he saying, which this is a very male 
perspective. This is a very male idea. I don't even know if this is what it right. is. But it's the first thing that jumped out at me was like, is this filmmaker saying that systematic abuse of young women by men will turn women into lesbians? Right. That's and I know that that's that is a completely incorrect and unfair thing to say. But I have to admit, it's the thing that jumped that, out. And at that me. well, then if because that didn't hit me, but like I was just so like, what the hell is happening? Um, Which I think it, is fucking bullshit. Yeah, that's yeah. What I, and, and, I mean, at the very least, it, it must have been something in there if that jumped out at you and I can't imagine you're right. the only person who thought like, that they hate men so they're gonna that's f- why that, they're, that's why yeah. I'm a lesbian right um, um, which is dumb yeah and I I think uh, whether that was his intention or not it's what you took and I think it does play into this idea of throughout this film one of its problems um, and it was written by two dudes and a woman but one of its problems is it just it's it is a a story a movie and I am not saying that only women can make movies about women or only no. men can make movies about no, men. No, hey man, I mean you've written plays about yeah. women that are awesome. I don't so I don't I don't believe that. But like this this just seems so like it's I think what that reviewer said what she said is it it, it plays out more of a like a male fantasy yeah. of of domination right. and revenge than an actual right. Um, which is sort of like what you're saying about Kill Bill, which right. is very much like a male fantasy oh, totally. female rev- I mean right it's no secret let that, me get that, nine of the hottest women right. in the world and, and no have se- them like he doesn't make no, it a secret he no. doesn't make it a secret that Uma Thurman is has been his muse for, yeah. for many, or was his muse for many 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 years yeah. and and she's hot and everybody wants to and everybody else in that movie is, right yeah. absolutely um, but it Uma Thurman in the yellow jumpsuit yielding a sword is somehow more feminine yeah, than this. Sure. Yeah. I, I would never say that because some of you know my feelings about Quentin Tarantino. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, it, it was, I, I did, okay, I didn't like it. No, me. Oh, there was a, a, another, <laughs> a, another review that you read that you brought up that said, oh, the filmmaker knows you're in on the yes. twist. Well, I have news for you. If you are in on the twist, then it's not a twist. No, and then it's just, it's a, it's a trick or a gimmick. Right. One. It's a cheat. They cheated. And, and like, one, why does that make it, he, because that reviewer, who had other issues with the movie, but says, like, that's what makes it fun. I'm like, how is this fun? I have to watch the same fucking scene. I have to get the same information. Over and over. over even though new, I've already knew yeah. this information. Even what is me nothing being... Nothing new is being revealed to me. Unless the fun is that you want to eventually see Steven Weber without limbs or whatever. Sure. But go watch American Mary. It's, yeah. it's much better. It, it, like, and, if you want revenge movie... American Mary is, is is so much better. Absolutely. And I thought, like, even if you're using this gimmick that we're whatever, if we're all supposed to be in on or whatever, this gag, then do something interesting with it. Right. Like, Instead, fucking Rashomon the shit out of it and give right. us nine different rewinds. Right. So we're like, wait, who the fuck do I believe? Maybe we should just talk about Rashomon. I really like that story. <laughs> I do, too. It's um, fantastic. <laughs> yeah, I, yeah, exactly. Like, I hadn't even thought of that, but that would have been actually cool. I mean, to let's see it from the perspective of Logan Browning. Yeah, let's see it let's from, see it from let's, let's see it from Paloma's perspective. perspective. Like, why is Paloma complicit? And so, if if one rewind is twenty minutes, Jesus, then then we get just little short ones. Do something with it, right? Also, can I get a shirt that just says Rashomon the shit out of it? Yes, I want that. Yes, let's do um, that. <laughs> Rashomon is now a verb, kind of like Oculus. Right. Uh, you got Rashomon. <laughs> you got Rashomon, y'all. If y'all don't know what Rashomon is. Shame. Uh, go um, watch it. Um, yeah. So I guess you know clearly neither of us are big fans of this. Um, what do you think? Other than the sixth sense, and I'm just springing this on you. So if nothing comes to mind, that that's fine. Are there other like twists that you like? What makes an effective twist to you? Is it just not knowing? I think or? an effective twist is that you. Yeah, that that an effective twist is that it was. In plain sight the whole and you, time, and you didn't and see you it. Didn't see it. Yeah, and you didn't see it. Yes. Um, I feel like there. I mean, and and the the gift is something. The gift with uh, what's his name? Bateman. Bateman. Uh huh. 
is kind of works as because he is set up as the hero uh-huh. of of the movie, and then you learn slowly, and, and it's it, it's it's a slower burn than say the sixth sense is instantaneous. Right. The sixth sense once it happens, you're like fuck! Yeah, I should have known what known. was going on. In the gift. You're learning the twist as, as you, you go. go along, but it's very effective uh-huh. when you finally go, oh man, he's actually the villain, right. and the person who's the villain is actually, right. right? I think it's not a twist, but it kind of, it, it, the it wit is. and the witch, yes. when at the end, it's like, oh, the witch in the title is the whole time we've been thinking that it's the little witch in the forest that right. steals the but baby. But it's actually... But we're actually talking about Thomason. Uh-huh. She's the witch yeah. in the title. And um, I mean, I think the, I to me at least, the classic one, The I'm, I say the original, uh-huh. it might not be, but I mean, is the twist in Psycho. Oh, yes. Uh, I mean, in... Oh, yes. And I... God. That is the original twist. And one of the few... You got twisted. You got you got twisted. One of the few things, like... I'm not saying I would like to be super old, but one of the things I wish I could have been was, like, to see Psycho when it came out. Oh, my out God. Can you imagine? In a, in, a, in a culture that hadn't quite... Where the idea of... Where there was no slasher film. There yet. were no slasher film where the idea of multiple personalities was, like, Weird, what? right. Um, to the point where, like, the cop has to have a monologue about it, right? Right. To the point where you get a giant star for your movie and then kill her. Kill her. Ten yeah. minutes into the film. But, yeah. Even that. Even that. That was a huge... That was huge. a huge thing. You were going to go see a Janet Lee picture. Right. And then Janet Lee's and then dead. Janet and dead. her stealing the money is, I mean, a MacGuffin right. or whatever, like means nothing I would have loved oh, I wish I could have because even when I saw Psycho I didn't know the twist and it was amazing but I wish I could have seen it in a, in a theater that yeah. full of people who, who also in a million know. years didn't didn't even like Can the concept imagine? of the twist Had that, like, like Alfred Hitchcock invented the yeah, twist yeah and like um, Chubby Checker invented the twist oh damn yeah it. that's true Chubby Checker um, invented the twist but uh you got Chubby Checker <laughs> <laughs> This yeah, is what we, happens, though. We, we, we didn't we have power it. for yeah. most of the week. We didn't have power for most of the week, y'all, and we have 15 <laughs> minutes left on a movie we hated, so we got to talk about other yeah, shit. Yeah, it's like we were without, without oh. electricity. We're just excited to have a computer yes, turned on. Yes, I know. I'm in a huge storm. No, so it's like Psycho is, you know, children, if you haven't watched Psycho, oh, good go, what? Come what on. is going on? Go watch Psycho, The Sixth Sense. Um, yeah, those are two cl- classic. Yeah, even, the, I mean, the, the orphanage, which sort of oh, yeah. is in... It has its own kind of the others. Yes, yeah, yeah, I have has, the others written down. The others down. has a, a, a good twist. A good twist. Um, yeah, actually, the others is pretty great. Yeah, I love. Yeah, and I just and again this idea of like you're in on the gag. I don't know if that was his point. To be honest, I, I that seems like giving him credit for maybe I don't know. Maybe he did, but either way, I'm just know, like, but it's like I don't, being in on the gag is not fun. I mean, is this is this the result of living in an age where we've gone so far into in one direction of irony that there's no irony anymore? I don't like, know. Is, is that what where it we is? are? Is that where it's like you're uh, in on it? This is like so ironic I'm, I'm in on the twist yeah and it's like that well then I don't want to sit don't here for it. 90 like, why, minutes why or whatever why am I going to sit here for 90 minutes and get the same information over and over and over right. again I, I see the end coming I know what's going to happen right let's just get there just, let's just get there it should have been a short film and, and it's again again it's wonderfully acted sure there's, there's nothing some beautiful, against there's some beautiful shots and yeah. clearly this guy knows how to make a movie and this seems to be something that we keep coming back to mm-hmm. with um, newer movies when we watch them. This idea that, yeah, these people obviously know how to make a film. Yes, we obviously are going to get some really brilliant, beautiful shots. Mm-hmm. At the same time, the story is trash. Right. And so right. I, I don't... And to me, like... To me, there is there are there are movies, and we talk about you brought. We've I was talked. We've talked about it like with Suspiria, the original. Sometimes some of of Lynch's more inscrutable movies, like maybe Lost Her, uh, Lost Highway or um, Mulholland Drive, that necessarily that kind of function on an aesthetic level uh, and an experiential level. 
where you and I couldn't necessarily agree on what the story of Mulholland right. Drive is, right? right? But that doesn't matter. Mm-hmm. And that doesn't mean you're not engaged. Right. But it's sort of like you're experiencing that movie right. on a different level. Right. And everyone's going to take away something. Yeah. That's not this. This no. is like a well-shot, well-made film with right. a shitty fucking story. And to me, what seems like a director who thinks this film is smarter and way more clever than it actually is. Right, and the thing that makes me sad is that that it is being touted as the cleverest thing. Yeah, man, in, a, in a lot film. of people are yeah, just like, it's, so, like, it's smart. so good. And it's like, I get it. Like, and, I, and you know what? I'm so happy that these stories are being told. I'm so happy that there are female revenge films. Sure. Being told, it's 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 time for the female revenge. Yeah, but it, that doesn't mean that 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 we have to put up with shitty storytelling. Right. There are still rules to storytelling. Yeah, and you know? and and you have to know the rules before you can right, break the rules. And I I'm all for a a a very like specific convention, right? Like he uses the rewind yeah. thing. I I don't have a problem. No, with no, that. no. But use it. Effectively, right. do something. And I with just, it. I feel like it's like it just went on. We got too much story. Right. We were already invested, and I use air quotes because it's the only word I can think of right, right. now. Invested in in the story we were watching. To by the time we get to the rewind, I was like, oh, I gotta I go just, all the I way back. I gotta go all the way back because I'm actually watching a different movie, movie. Than, than I thought I was. And yet, I already, and yet I already knew, knew she was. was do, yeah, it, right. It's just it, to me, it just like it just doesn't. It doesn't. It doesn't, doesn't it work. Didn't work for me. Um, it didn't work for me. And I, I um, both those women are beautiful. Yeah, I love of course. Them on film. And they're both they're good together and they're like. Good. Yeah, man, I they're they're both gonna have great career. Like, but it wasn't nothing, enough. No, it's, it wasn't. It wasn't enough. enough. Stephen Weber is. It's not enough. Stephen Weber is great at being yeah slimy, and he's a good act. Obviously, yeah. these can are, I tell you a story that yeah. has nothing to do with this? Please, but I just remembered it. Fuck it's, the perfection. So it's like it's not enough, right? So I love the Ray Harryhausen like stop motion. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. And there's the the uh, Jason and the Argonauts uh-huh. and all that stuff. And there's one of those movies where the evil witch drinks a potion and turns into an evil seagull. Cool. And she flies to the other ship <laughs> to like find out what's what's happening on the other ship and then she flies back and she has to take the potion to turn back into the evil witch, right? But it's not enough potion uh. because one of the other creatures spilled it. So whatever. Anyway, it's she drinks it and she's turning back, but she doesn't get enough potion to like turn back, back so she has one giant seagull foot. Oh, like, nice. Which, I don't know why your foot would turn into a giant giant seagull hey, that's but anyway, how the potion works she's got like a giant seagull foot and she has this one moment where she's like it's not enough it's not enough anyway that has nothing to do with this movie that's alright we've moved on we've and moved I want to see on. this movie yeah it's really really good and so for the rest of the movie she has to walk with a giant seagull, seagull foot yeah <laughs> It's a stop motion seagull. That's also too. there's a nod like uh, specifically in 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 the Game of Thrones. Yeah. To him. Like I have the tiger and Ray Harry. Yeah. And and and, and uh, I mean like the guys yeah. who, who the showrunners specifically said mm-hmm. like we wanted to nod to him. So go see his work. Go see Jason the Argonauts. Yeah, yeah. Watch Rashomon if go you haven't. Go watch Clash of the Titans. Clash of the Titans. Go see uh, Psycho. My Psycho. God, my please. God, children. Go see and watch not Psycho. the Vince Vaughn. Not the Vince Vaughn one, please. Not the Vince. Uh, watch uh, the Sixth Sense. Watch the Sixth Sense. I American know, Mary. It's like I know that people fucking hate on M Night Shyamalan all the time. Whatever, but, dude. But that movie you is know so what? That legit. Movie, and you just shit, said man. a little while ago, you could your entire career could be like Sixth Sense and twenty shitty movies. Yeah, and you still had a You'd successful. You'd have been like motherfucker. I career. made the Sixth Sense. You, yeah, exactly. We studied. Uh, when I was in, I mean, screenwriting class in in grad school, like that's one of the screenplays we looked at to basically see like what you said, like how perfect, how is. perfectly laid out it actually is, right? And it, it really, it, man, it's so well laid out because you do feel like an idiot, yeah. Like you go you're back like, and you're like, you watch it again and you go, son of a bitch, how did I not see this? How did I not see yeah. this? How did I not see I this? I just trust Bruce Willis too much, right? Michael Connolly. Uh, 
who is an actor and uh, acting teacher at SMU and a friend of, of both of ours. As a professor. Uh, as a professor. He, he s- told me that actually he watched Rosemary's Baby when it first came out in the... Oh, dang! As a young man, and it f- freaked him out. And he, he says that peop- when the movie came out, that people freaked out with that twist. I bet, and I even well. wrote, I wrote that down. And I, I, said, wish, I wish I had seen that yeah. in the theaters. I said, you, yeah. I said Rosemary's Baby, like, that's in a different kind that that works perfectly. Yeah, those are a couple like that. Rosemary's Baby, I wish I had seen. Obviously, Psycho. Psycho. Um, yeah. Just, like, not... Being able to see that not knowing just seems like it would be really cool, you right. know? Like, just to have no idea that something like that would even possibly right. happen. Right. Um, yeah, man. God, and Psycho... Not only is it multiple personalities, like he's 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 dressing, dressing up. He's as, dressing up. There's so, there's many, so things many things that are happening. On. There's this uh, Janet Lee's character is having an affair with a married man. man. Uh huh. Um, scandalous. It's scandalous. Uh, she steals money, uh-huh. which turns out to be means nothing, nothing. Means nothing. It sinks in the she lake. gets killed ten minutes into the film. Yeah. She meets this guy. Who owns Bates Motel yep. and like talk exactly talks about multiple personalities. He's also dressing up as a woman. Yeah, like it it, it just tackles so, so many, many things. things that at the time must have been so fucking bold. Yeah, man, it was so so bold. bold. And I have to say. It holds up. Oh, my God, dude. We talked about... I love that we're just talking about Psycho I now. know. There's that one scene in the hotel where he brings her a, sa- a sandwich. It's one of the best scenes in film history. It's that, one of the best film scenes history. in film history ever. They're both amazing. Uh, Perkins... I, I don't know how he does it. I don't. I, I, I don't either. I don't know how. I've he watched did it a million it. times and I don't understand. And yeah, I mean, it's like I know, I know. So let me ask you a question. We have some minutes left, um, and I thought of this last night, and I don't even know why. I'm. I'm. Whatever. Um, when, as a kid, or when did you, Michael? Watching movies because obviously we both grew up watching movies when we had free time and whatever. When did you realize as a kid that you weren't just watching movies, that you were engaging in something that you had a deep love of? Like, like, do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, not just like, oh, I like the Goonies because it's a cool story, (laughs) but but that you were like. Although I do like the Goonies. No, yeah, but it's like when you were watching a film and you went. I understand this language. Like, I love Love this medium. I think there's... It's funny that, like, there's, I think, two versions of that for me. There is, like, the early obsession with, like, Back to the Future Mm -hmm. when I was, like, 10. When I knew, like, this is not normal. Like, going to see a movie this many times um, is not normal. And it wasn't, like, I'm a weird freak. Like, because I started to, like, really look at how... How that I think I was probably looking at how it was written, like how right. the p- puzzle pieces fit together. But then my dad showed me um, Rear Window. Oh man! When I was probably like twelve or thirteen. Man. Um, and yeah. that I think really ch- because it was old. Yeah. It is. I mean, it's Hitchcock, obviously, but it's so different than than the movies of the eighties, late seventies, and eighties that I was growing up on, and. Something about Rear Window, even, you know, being made when it was, just blew my fucking mind. Yeah. And I actually think that is probably, if I were to, like, deal with it, like, that's the movie I saw when I was a t- early teens or 12 or something, when I was like, I... I want to be a part of this whatever is something, that thing This is, is something. Yeah. And me, it was Hitchcock. Yeah, you know? for me it was. I know this is going to sound weird for me, but for me it was Oklahoma. Oh, I don't think that's weird at all. I, I remember be, I was obsessed with Oklahoma yeah. as a little kid. And I would watch it over and over and over again. And I, I don't, like, at some point I knew I was watching something special. Uh-huh. Like, I knew I was, like... I love how this is done. I love how we go from this real world into like dream, dream language, right? Which is why I love to put a dream ballet in, in every, every play that I direct. And I mean, it needs to be yeah. like everything. Yeah. Like, and, and it's funny because, and I know now Oklahoma is, as everyone likes to say, problematic, um, which I get because of when it was written, but it's got, it's man, structurally, no, but at the time, structurally I mean, it's 
perfect. Structurally, it's perfect. And Agnes DeMille, Agnes DeMille, the choreographer, the original choreographer, was doing something... True, dude. Bold. And, and the, the makers of the musical, the, the original Broadway musical, thought they were telling one story, and they kind of hired Agnes DeMille. And she, she went away to choreograph in some dark basement. And, and they're like, I guess we should check up on the choreographer. <laughs> What's she doing? And they went over there, and she conceived of this dream ballet, and the, the producers of the film were like, oh, this is the story we're uh-huh. telling. We're telling a story about a young girl's coming of age, of age and what that means Me. in yeah. this world. And I mean, it's it's because, yes, you and I love a dream. I mean, we love a dream ballet. Yeah. Uh, or a dream. I mean, and in, in some ways, it's so strange to me, like... Lynch, as bizarre as Lynch but is, but his home, his movies are dream, are dream ballets. ballet. And the, and if you take what is arguably, arguably, I'm arguing with myself, which is maybe my favorite, <laughs> which is maybe my favorite scene in all of of film history, uh-huh. which is the the theater scene in Mulholland Drive. Oh, that's beautiful. When uh, Rebecca Del Rio sings. Yes. At Club Silencio, when she sings "Crying," Roy Orbison's "Crying in Spanish." Uh huh. Um. Uh, that I, I don't like, and somehow I think Oklahoma, Oklahoma had something to do with that yeah. in some weird way. No, I know because I feel like the dream, the dream, not a dream. This is no dream. This is really happening in Rosemary's Baby. Mm-hmm. Also, is related to that to the Oklahoma dream battle. Uh-huh. And and I am obsessed with that scene. Yes, yeah, like, I can scene. watch that scene over and over and over again and be like, oh my god. Yeah. You know. Um, yeah, I'm glad we had this talk. Yeah, so go, go see Oklahoma, <laughs> go see Psycho, Oklahoma, Rear Window. Go see Mulholland Drive. Yeah. Go watch good movies, go y'all. Go watch anything but The Perfection. <laughs> I don't know. Watch The Perfection. I would watch The Perfection before Shark Exorcist. Oh, yeah, no, oh, absolutely. Yeah, that's, yeah definitely. That, that's true. Um, that's true. Any shout, I mean, shout out to Jim John Make Noise. Shout out to Jim John Make Noise. We are going to go see the new Jim Jarmusch movie yes. with Bob. Well, now that we have, we all have power back, and the right. city is right. Like, it was really like the like odd. Dallas was like hit by this crazy thirty minute storm that destroyed shit. Yeah, that shut the city down shut for like city three down. or four days. Yeah, it was fucking weird. It was really, really weird. Like, no and then some of us had power, some of us had no power on yeah. the same block. Like it traffic was, lights were out all over town. Yeah, people died. It was that's it was not fucked funny. Up. No. Yeah, it was fucked up. Uh, but we're not fucked up anymore. We're back. We're back. And, uh, yeah, follow us on Facebook. Follow us on Instagram. We're going to go see uh, the dead do not... The, the dead, dead don't die. The dead don't die. Woo. And we'll chat at you next week. <laughs> <laughs>